windows up Driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's a lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day Hello, friends. This is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, along with my partner, Fred Mooney. I'm excited to be here. We have got a great program for you today. Gary, today we're riding in this brand new truck, and we're going to pick up some listeners and bring Jesus to these drivers on the road for some great music, awesome testimonies, and a little preaching. What we want you to do is give us a call at 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. So buckle up, hang on, get ready, because we're going to have Church on the Road. 414, a big blue mag. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have the white line fever to the day. Hey, this is Chapin Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministry, and I got my partner with me. Hi, I'm Fred Mooney. I'm excited to be here. Hey, Fred, we got an awesome guest today, all the way from Florida, right? I am from Florida. Wow. We have Tammy Renee with us today, and she's got a brand new CD out. It's called Dear Me. Yeah, and we're going to play a couple cuts off of this CD right here. And then we're going to find out all about her and her ministry. She's got an awesome ministry. Goes all over the country. So I don't know where to start. I'd like to find out about how she met Jesus Christ. All right. Let's do that. Tammy? All right. Well, thank you so much for having me here. I appreciate it. I'm honored to be here. Uh, you know, I, I live in Florida, but I was born in New York. Wow. And uh, my husband and I, we, we got married 35 years ago. We got two children, and I did not know Jesus Christ. I thought I had it all together. I lived in the world and thought my life was just fine the way it was. Um, but, you know, sometimes I, I would sit around the house wondering if it could get any better. You know, my finances were wrecked. My, mm -hmm. my marriage was falling apart. My kids misbehaved. My health wasn't good. I mean, I'm sure there's so many people that can relate to that. Sure. And I can remember my daughter going to vacation Bible school with a friend. Mm 
And every day she would come home and she would want me to come to church with her. And I wouldn't go. And I would have so many excuses as to, you know, why I didn't want to go to church. You know, people were, they were hypocrites to me at that time. I I thought they were going to judge me. They were going to talk about me. And uh, so I wasn't going to go. And then so one day she had asked me to come and she was crying and they were going to do a song and she was going to sing. And I said, uh, all right, I go, but I have a few conditions before I go. And I know that a lot of us have put conditions on God in our in our lives sometimes. And uh, so I said, you know, and these were funny conditions because, you know, <laughs> I was I was a baby in Christ. I didn't know what I was talking about half the time. And so I said, I'll go, but I'm not dressing up. And and I'm I'm not going to sit in the front row of the church, yeah. and I'm not doing an altar call, because I know that they're going to do one, and I'm I don't want any part of it. So that morning we waited for our ride to the church, and they picked us up, and we got there, and I walked through the back door. Something immediately drug me to the front row of the church, <laughs> right? And I say I say that that's God's humor, because. I think God has a sense of humor. He's, God does have a sense of humor. He's probably looking down laughing at us right now, I'm sure. <laughs> but So I, I sat in that front row kind of with my arms crossed and a scowl on my face because I just didn't want to be there, you know. And uh, about halfway through that service, you know, that pastor, he did, he did the altar call. He said, you know, with every head bowed and every eye shut, nobody looking around, mm-hmm. you know how it goes. And so I kind of stood there with one eye open, one eye shut, just kind of looking around to see who was looking, right? Of course. And he said, uh, I'm, I'm going to wait two more minutes because I know God has said that there's somebody else here this morning. And so, again, I'm looking around with my one eye open to see who it was. And then he said something that literally changed my life. He said, I'm going to wait one more minute. Hmm. And in that one moment, I went back to this place that I had gone to in my mind several times, sitting at a crossroads, a four-way stop sign in the town that I grew up in, wondering if it could get any better, which way to go, who was going to help me to get there. Could one minute fix my finances? Could one minute heal my body? Could one minute make my marriage work? You know, Something immediately pushed me to the altar that morning. And that is how I met Jesus Christ. He not only saved me that morning, though, he healed my body because I was in kidney failure. Oh, my. And for, um, I was born with one kidney, and for 10 years I was in kidney failure. They didn't know if I was going to live. And uh, two weeks later I went back to the doctors, and they did blood work, and they said, uh, you're completely healed. Uh, There's... Your blood work is fine. We're not quite sure what's going on, but we'll just keep track of it and see how it all works out. And well, praise it's, the it's Lord. It's been 25 years, <laughs> and I've never been back. Wow. It's a little, something? It's a little emotional for me because yes, it's, it is. it's been 25 years, and, you know, I'm still, that it's is, emotional. That is a powerful, powerful yeah. testimony. Yeah. And I just love it. I mean, you're talking about that crossroads. Yeah. I mean, everybody out there is facing a crossroads Absolutely. in life. And you got to know which way to go. Yeah, you do. And there's always somebody trying to help you 
point you to the right direction. But mm-hmm. that's what Christian people are all about, is trying to point people to the right path, to the Absolutely. right road. Absolutely. And you've got a song on this new CD, Dear Me, and the title of this song is uh, Angel at the Crossroads. Yes. Tell us about that song. I love that song. I do, too. I think it's great. I love that song because... It's, it reminds me of my testimony. Yeah. You know, we're we're all sitting in a place in our lives sometimes where we all, you know, we believe in God, mm-hmm. okay? And we know that Jesus can do what he says he can do. But sometimes we need a person, or like I like to say sometimes, Jesus in the flesh, yeah. Jesus with skin on, mm-hmm. to help us to get to the next step. And for me, it was my nine-year-old daughter. Wow to help me get to where I needed to be. So, you know, you're sitting there and you're waiting and you're trying to make a decision and hoping it's just the right one to make. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's play that song, all right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Here is Tammy Renee's Angel at the Crossroads. Great song. You're going to love it. I'm looking 
So, Tammy, you've got such a great testimony, and I know you've taken it on the road. So where has God taken you since you surrendered and said, here am I, Lord, use me? Right. It's, it's been a long road, you know. Sometimes <laughs> when you get saved and you become a Christian, it doesn't make everything easy. Right. And so, you know, for a long time after that, I, I sat around, you know, thinking about what God wanted me to do. And, and I knew in my heart that God had called me to sing. Right. Because I had sung since I was nine years old. I, uh, but I sang in bar rooms. <laughs> I sang in bar rooms. And uh, I sang with country bands, and I sang with big-time country singers like Randy Travis and Tanya Tucker. Oh, wow. And so I knew that I was to sing, but I didn't know what. And I didn't know where or when. And so I started singing on the church platform at our church. And I was there for about eight years when God called me down off the platform to go out and minister to people who don't necessarily go to church. And so I started singing in churches, though, because that's that's what I knew, you know. So we travel the country uh, wherever God opens a door, whether it's a church or a park or wherever we can get into. God will open a door, we'll go. We don't charge. Mm-hmm. We never charge. God told us, don't charge, and I will provide for you. So we travel the country singing the songs, giving our testimony, just bringing encouragement and hope. You know, we're not there to argue theology mm-hmm. or politics or religion. We're just there to tell people that what he did for me, yeah. he can do for them. And so... We started in our own state, and then uh, God began to open doors in other states. He opened a door for me to sing on the Grand Ole Opry. Wow. And so when I went, I sang, of course, a gospel song, <laughs> and um, they invited me back. So it was it was truly an amazing opportunity. So we we just travel the country to get into as many doors as we can. We do about... 80 to 100 concerts a year, mainly in churches, and uh, give our testimony, share our heart, and our music. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I seen uh, just the other day you was down at El Dorado, Illinois, and singing in somebody's backyard. I was. So, so you you just go wherever. I go wherever. Wherever God doors open. open. Absolutely, absolutely. That is so powerful. That's an awesome ministry. It is just sharing your love for God with whosoever. He he yeah, because we are a whosoever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's it's great because um like this year we do a tour every year, uh-huh. and this year I left my home July the eighth. So from July to October, I'll be on the road. My husband works in Florida, so he couldn't come with me this year. Yeah. So I'm out there alone on the road, and uh, I love what I do. Right. I wouldn't do it for any other reason other than the fact that he did it for me. Amen. You know what I mean? Amen. Yeah, I do. And so uh, that's what we do. And it's it's been long, and it's been hard. and, And as you know, right now, there's a hurricane. Yeah. And for the last three days, we have waited to hear word on to whether our families are safe, are they alive. Yesterday, we found out that our home is there, it's intact, there's no damage, our children and grandchildren are alive. Yeah. 
No power, no water, no cell service, but we don't care, you know? Wow. We're good. Yeah. So I hope uh, they can get everything straightened out. We're still waiting to hear word about my daughter's new home that they just built. Yeah. They're not in it yet, but they hear that there's significant flooding in the area. So mm. we're just waiting to be able to get there and see. Wow. But yeah, so it's hard to be out on the road while my family is going through all of that and being told by my husband, no, you need to stay and do what God's called you to do because there's nothing you can do here. Yeah, yeah. So That's powerful. We do a, a huge ministry for truckers. Mm-hmm. Out on the road, and they're, they're, they know exactly what you're talking about because they go through it every day. Absolutely, out there on the road, their families at home got all kinds of problems. They can't do nothing about it. They got to stay the course and and keep delivering the freight. Absolutely, and you're you stay in the course and keep delivering the gospel message. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, and I love the fact that they could be ministered to through this yeah. platform. Because there's people like myself, like you said, that are out there just pushing through, waiting to get home, to see our families. And all we have is prayer to stand on. Mm -hmm. You know, the the rock, that's it. Amen. Amen. I believe it's times like these that you realize what's really important. Yeah, absolutely. It's not stuff. Things can be replaced. Yeah. Houses can be replaced. But my family can't be. Yeah. Yeah, when everything's going smooth and everything's going good and God's really pouring out the blessings on you, that's easy. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Right? I always tell my children when they say, I'm praying and nothing's happening, and I say, praying is the easy part. It's the waiting that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, Tammy, uh, I know there's a lot of people out there on the road that are list- listening today. And they're going to want to know how to get a hold of some of your music. So what we oh. need to do is uh, give them some information, how to order your CDs or maybe where you're going to be down the road or Absolutely. contact information. They might want to bring you to their church or their backyard. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I'll go wherever God opens the door. Um, so they can reach out. I am Tammy Renee Music. Yeah. On social media, on all platforms, mm-hmm. is Tammy Renee Music. And that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat. You got them it's all. It's all of them. <laughs> TikTok, they're all Tammy Renee Music. And um, my website is the same, TammyReneeMusic.com. Okay. They can keep updated with us um, as to where I'm going to be. They can buy music, merchandise on the website. Uh, They can stream the music on uh, iTunes, Spotify, all of the streaming platforms, Amazon Music, and so on. And um, we love it when they go to our Facebook Tammy Renee Music page Mm -hmm. and just follow us because we love to interact with them while we're out. I'm out on the road, and sometimes it's lonely out on the road, and you just want to... Yes. Talk to people, you know what I mean? So it's nice to be able to interact with those people that are out on the road that maybe want to go see you or have seen you. It's it's really nice to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, Tammy, let's put on another song off of this uh, CD for the drivers and the, and the people out on the road. You mentioned uh, it is a lonely old road out there and thus lonesome road. <laughs> it's a lonely old road out there on that 
on that road. So uh, what song can we, What what's your favorite song on this CD right oh, here? Oh, wow. Have you got a favorite? I or? know you had to ask me that. Yeah. I have several favorites on there. I love Somebody's Prayer because okay. because sometimes as people, yeah. we need things and we pray for things, but as Christians, mm. sometimes we can be the answer to somebody else's prayer without us even knowing it. That's good. I mean, it's kind of like if somebody had said to you, you know, I don't have any food. Are you going to tell them that you'll pray for them, <laughs> or are you going to give them some food? I hear you. And sometimes we can only pray, and that's okay. Yeah. But sometimes when we can do more, sometimes we need to be the answer. Yeah. That's why I like that song so much. Yeah. But I also love Thank God for Grace because I wrote it. Oh, oh, you wrote that song. Okay. I wrote Thank God for Grace, number nine, I think it is. We'll put that on there before we close the program then. How's that? Yep. It's all about God's grace. (laughs) It is. I mean, if we could show people the love and mercy and grace that he showed to us, I mean, how much better off would we be? Mm -hmm. You know? That's really the whole thing behind the name Christian, Christ-like. Christ-like, that's it. Yeah, I mean, they say... The greatest commandment is to love God, and the second is to love people. Now I paraphrase, but it's okay. Yeah. But loving God and loving people, and sometimes it just seems so elementary (laughs) that it's almost too easy to think about it that way, you know? And But if we could get that into our head without the judgment to just love God and love people the way that He loves us, then I think we would be much better off. Oh, boy. That's for sure. Well, somebody's prayer. So we're going to put that song on. And you talked about people, you know, many times people will ask you to pray for them. And the one thing I I always do when somebody asks me to pray for them, I pray right then. Absolutely. But uh, that's that's what I want to do with people when they ask me to pray is I want to do it right then because otherwise I forget. And uh, I've told them I'll pray for them. So that's what I do. Sure. When people ask for prayer, they expect you to pray. Absolutely. So why not do it right then? Yep. So I agree. Let's put on this song by Tammy Renee, Somebody's Prayer.
I was going to ask you a question, uh, Tammy, and I know a little bit about being on the road, but uh, how do you how do you stay you know full when you're out on the road? And you haven't got a church to go to. You haven't got a a pastor to call upon. Uh, do you have a daily devotion or something like that? That I stay in the Word stay every in the word. single day because you know if if I don't. You know, sometimes you can let the the troubles of the world get to you, and um, I have to stay in the Word. But I also have pastors in my hometown, in my home church, that I can call on at any moment, and they actually reach out to me while I'm out on the road. They reached out to me the other day just to see how I was. I was on their heart, pray for me, um, but I'm in constant communication and I try to stay away from any of the negativity or you know bothersome troublesome things because like I said sometimes that can start to worry you and start to weigh on you and and I try to stay away from all that stuff I know uh, well I played drums for a lot of different quartets over the years and but I was just thinking about that because I know what it's like when when you're away now today with social media we we've got it a lot better than just a phone call you can facetime and oh yeah we do that we do that all the time we are doing facetime videos with our grandchildren when i'm on the road and sometimes they'll they'll even go get a hold of their mom's phone and facetime me without them knowing it (laughs) (laughs) and uh but we have all kinds of fun out on the road with facetime social media and all that well, that's good, and I know that you have to be relieved that your family's okay back in Florida with uh, the hurricane coming I'm through. I'm very relieved. I am so relieved that everything is okay, yeah, for them anyways. But, you know, we are, we're in continuous prayer for the entire state, for anyone that was affected, and for the, the workers, for the truck drivers well, yeah. who have to bring in all of these supplies and and food, and I'm sure they're going to be in and out of Florida like crazy, you know, for quite some time. And we just want to remember uh, that they're doing something for us. And I know sometimes it can get frustrating as a people, you know, waiting on a truck to arrive or waiting for food or water. But we just have to remember that they're doing everything they can to get us what we need, you know. Amen. Amen. Yeah, well, Fred uh, mentioned, you know, how you stay connected with God being on the road. And it's it's the same with these drivers out on the road, you know. Uh, There's chapels, truck stop chapels and stuff like that, but they're so far and few between and and hard to to time where they can spend. So they have to do what you do. They have to stay in the Word. They have to do their devotions. Mm -hmm. They have to to, uh, connect with other people. Christians on the road, and we do a lot of conference calls and conference lines, and we have a conference line for all of our chaplains uh, once a week to try to connect them together, and and that's that's hard to do. I mean, that's that's like a pastor trying to get all of his congregation together at one time, right? And on time, (laughs) and on time. Yeah, (laughs) I might mention one thing that uh, we need to remember: them truckers out there that's listening to this, we've got Lonesome Road Radio now. Yes, we do. Yeah. 
Thank you, Fred. <laughs> yeah, we do have Lonesome Road Radio, and there's an app on your phone. You can download an app off of your phone, Lonesome Road Ministry or Lonesome Road Radio. I think uh, the iPhone is maybe Lonesome Road Ministry and the and what's that other phone? Android. Android, Android. yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was. I just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> is there anything other than an iPhone? Uh, yeah, <laughs> those androids are. Accor- I think it's according, according to my wife, Miss Kitty. There's only one phone. That's the iPhone. That's it, right here. This one. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we're not getting paid anything from Apple for saying that. No, no but we would take it. Yeah, <laughs> but we would take. Yeah, we, we would. We, we would, would take, take a it donation. If, if they offered, though, we would we, take it. We would take a sponsor. We yes. would take a sponsor. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, you can download an app off uh, off your app store to Lonesome Road Radio and Lonesome Road Ministry, one or the other. I don't know which one it says, but uh, download it right to your phone, and then all you got to do is punch that little button, and man, I mean, you're listening to Lonesome Road. Radio and it plays twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred and sixty five days a year. Plays all kinds of good music. Like uh, we'll be playing some Tammy Renee music here in the next few weeks, and uh, get her in the rotation of our or what we play, and uh, get her interview on the radio. Where you'll get to hear this, uh, and we're also going to put it on a CD so you can get a hold of. A lot of different ways to listen to Tammy Renee and her music, and and then you can check out her website and uh, find out where she's going to be and catch her live in somebody's backyard <laughs> or at somebody's church. That's awesome. I like that lady. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm going to backtrack a little bit here. You said that you would you would go anywhere. As long as you Where, don't backslide. Yeah, as long as you don't backslide. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're going to backtrack here. Uh, you said you go anywhere. What's the most unusual place you've ever done a concert? I did an outside concert in a barn. Oh, yeah. Um, they had animals yeah. there, too. So. <laughs> Oh, barn um, with animals. Yeah, yeah, barn with animals. I can and to so that. Yeah. we did a concert there, and uh, three people showed up. Oh my! Yeah, yeah, three people showed up, and uh, but you know what? For me, it's it's never about the number of people that show up. I mean, Jesus would go for one. Yeah. Right. Right. So, uh, for me, I have been blessed so many times above and beyond from a group of three or five or ten people mm-hmm. than I ever was with a group of 200, yeah. you know? So I would say, yeah, a barn with animals, kind barn of unusual. With animals. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. I performed well, a wedding one time in a barn. They didn't have animals, <laughs> but I was thinking about that. Yeah, that I, was... I sang for a group of pastors yeah. in Africa. Oh, Africa. Africa, that's kind of unusual. You're a worldwide missionary. so I went to Africa, and as I was singing, uh, these villagers would come and give you gifts. Mm. So they gave me a cow, a goat, and a chicken. And I looked at one of the pastors who spoke English, and I said to him, because I didn't know, and I said, how am I supposed to get these home? And he Barbecue. said, and he said, Oh, you don't have to worry about that. And then after the concert was over and a few hours had passed, we found out that they had killed those animals and made us dinner. Yeah. So 
I was looking for McDonald's, but there was none. <laughs> It was, it was pretty good. That's a while. But you know, I'll tell you something. In Africa, I was in the village of Iganga in Africa. We, we got there, and we had to walk up a hill through a cornfield to this opening about a mile in, in the pouring rain, mm-hmm. where plywood was set out on the ground for people to sit on. Oh. They had a big orange tarp. It was all ripped to shreds. It was being held up by trees. And I saw a man with no arms and no legs push himself up the hill through the mud in a, for a mile so that he could sit there and beat a drum while we worshipped God for four hours. That is just amazing to me. When here in America, we go to church and we wonder if it's going to end so we could go to lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. <laughs> but it was, it was truly amazing. And I was so blessed yeah. just by being able to witness how they worship God. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it brings it all home, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's powerful there. Hmm. We, America needs to get a taste of that, really. Absolutely. And God's going to bring us home one of these days. He sure is. And I hope we don't have to get to that point where yep. we're that desperate to hear the word. Absolutely. I was thinking about that when she was talking about the individual making such a struggle just yeah. to get to the meeting. And uh, we're told in America if your church is 80% full, it's time to build. Yeah. Wow. And we need all of our creature comforts. Right. Yeah. I think I think the church in America has become too seeker sensitive. <laughs> They've become a coffee house. They want to make sure that we're comfortable. And sometimes God doesn't want us comfortable. <laughs> you know, he pulls us from the comforts to struggle to get to church. Sometimes we don't go because it's raining outside. Yeah. Or it's, you know, or it's cold, or we're tired. I seen a billboard yesterday. It's, it's amazing that you have mentioned that. Yesterday, as I was leaving uh, Southern Illinois town, I seen this billboard that, you know, one of those really nice electronic billboards that shows lots of messages, and one of them says, and it's out in front of this church, it says, we have the best coffee in town. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that something? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say to that. And I lo- don't get me wrong. I love good coffee. Right. I'm I'm a coffee snob, but yeah, that's a little. But I would think, uh, you know, there's other priorities. I'll put it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Good coffee's hard to beat, I guess. It is. <laughs> okay. Well, Tammy, uh, you you're on the road uh, so many days uh, a year. And uh, you do these concerts and, and church services. And, and like uh, when you go to somebody's uh, outdoor event or uh, a backyard event, do you, have a, do you have any preaching or just testimonies or just you singing? Or? Well, what I do is it, it's usually about a 45-minute to yeah. an hour program where I share my heart, yeah. my testimony, yeah. some scripture, 
and the music. Do you ever have an altar call? I did not have an altar call until this year. Okay. Um, because this year, uh, for me, was a little different. In December, my sister passed away. And um, on December 28th, she passed away from COVID in New York. Mm. She was 45 years old with three children. Oh, man. And she had been divorced, so they didn't really have a dad figure. Yeah. You know. But um, when she had passed, I struggled. I struggled a lot. And um, there's a song on my new album called A Little Less Sand. Yeah. And that song talks about how people are going through something, a struggle, a hard time, a depression, an anxiety, and they don't know where to go or they don't know what to do. And that song, for me, talks about how sometimes, as a Christian, for me, I had to push through. Mm -hmm. I knew that God was the answer to my depression, to my anxiety, whatever it is that I was going through with the loss of my sister. I laid on the couch for weeks at a time, and I couldn't, um, I couldn't breathe. I would get to a church concert, and I would lose my breath. And um, I was just struggling. Sometimes I felt like I would sit in that church building, going through all that I was going through, and nobody would care, or nobody knew. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's people out there that are just going through so much stuff, and they're surrounded by thousands of people, but yet they feel so alone all the time. Right. And I was, I was struggling with that. Now, I say all that because just because I go out to churches and just because I share my heart and sing my music and talk about Jesus doesn't mean that I'm not human, because I am. And as a human, I'm, I'm just flesh. And so I struggle. I have the same struggles as everybody else does. And so... I think for me that was the hardest time in my life when my sister passed away because I questioned God. You know, I I cried out to God. I heard God tell me that everything was going to be okay. But in my eyes it wasn't okay. And so for 3 to 5 months, you know, I struggled with the loss. I would push myself to go to these church concerts, mm. singing and sharing my heart yeah. that everything is going to be okay, but deep inside, I was hurting. And that song for me is about that. Wow. So it was in that moment that I had decided that I go do these church concerts and I sing these great songs and I leave people feeling happy, but I never give them an opportunity to know who Jesus is. And so wherever we go, and we do talk to the pastors because we want them to ultimately do what they want for their churches. And so right. we want to be obedient to whatever that house is doing. Yeah. And so if they would like an altar call, we, would, we will do an altar call. Okay. You know? And if they don't, then I also make myself available yeah. to people you know, they can call me, they can message me, they can talk to me afterwards. We'll pray for them, you know. 
Uh, but that song is is a great song because it talks about just that, being mm-hmm. surrounded by people and being alone, but pushing through and fighting yeah. because we know that God is still God. He is, yes. Well, our radio program, we don't like to close any radio program without asking our listeners, do they know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior? And we like to lead them in a sinner's prayer. Yeah. And uh, you talked about the when you got saved. The, yeah. You know, the preacher talking about bow your head, and, and we don't ask people to bow their head and, or close their <laughs> eyes because a lot of them are driving. Right. Well, you so, know, I heard I heard a pastor tell me that he doesn't ask the people in his church to bow their head and close their eyes because you shouldn't be ashamed right. of giving your life to Jesus yeah. and worry about who's looking at you when you That's do right. it. Yeah. There's so many ways, uh, different ways to uh, do it, but the best way is just to ask people bluntly, if you died today, do you know if you'd go to heaven? And a lot of people haven't got a clue and that's the people we're talking to today and so tammy i'm going to ask you if you will lead our listeners in a sinner's prayer absolutely yeah absolutely i will so i just want to ask you all out there now if you're listening and you can hear my voice if you know 100 percent beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you died today that you would go to heaven and even if you're questioning that in yourself I just want you to know that that Jesus loves you and that he is there for you. And if you just repeat after me, Lord, come into my heart. I love you. I give you my life. I surrender everything unto you, Jesus. Then he will come in and he will make you whole because as long as you believe in him, then you will have everlasting life. And I just pray that you could say that in Jesus' name and that you can uh, be born again and saved. And, uh, and I hope that you find peace in, in that prayer. I see him every Sunday Sitting on the second pew No one knows the struggle Of what he's going through But he keeps on fighting battle no one sees it says freedom slow and coming and every day it brings a little more faith a little less fear a few more miles away from the trials that brought me here I'm building my life the best
If you prayed that prayer, then we want to hear from you. You can contact uh, Lonesome Road Ministry at 618-383-2107, or you can contact Tammy Renee. Yeah, you can contact me at 941-447-1311. All right. Well, be sure and contact somebody and tell them that you made a decision for Jesus Christ. And uh, Tammy, we talked about another song that we was going to put on to close the program with, and thank God for grace, wasn't it? It is. I wrote that song because God has showed us mercy and grace and love, and if we could just show people the same amount of love and grace and mercy that he has showed us, I think we would be a whole lot better off. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to put that song on for our listeners to close our program today. Thank God for grace. And thank God for Tammy Renee and her ministry. Well, thank you so much to Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road. And I appreciate you all for having me here. And and I'm honored. And I look forward to speaking with you in the future and maybe doing some stuff together. Who knows what God's plans are for all of us. Amen. (laughs) But that's all we want to do is serve him. crazy mixed up world we're going through there's a million different wrong roads we can choose we don't always have the strength to walk away thank god for grace thank god for grace there are times when faith is barely hanging on and we live
You know, the, the one thing I've always told my husband is that our entire goal is to to create great music that will touch lives, yeah. to minister to people, to get in more doors. Amen. And so, you know, being on radio and stuff, that helps because I'm able to see where they're playing my music and I can contact churches within those locations mm-hmm. to get into doors. Yeah. But other than that, things like awards and nominations and and things like that, they're great. Don't get me wrong. I love being recognized by my peers, but they're not the goal. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, you're nominated for something uh, right now. What is that? I am nominated for 11 nominations. I do not That's remember something. what they all are, but they are. <laughs> that is something. Yeah. Songwriter of the Year, Female Artist of the Year, uh, Song uh, Video of the Year. There's so many of them, yeah. really. Okay. And I, I won Female Artist of the Year from an organization, a country organization in the Netherlands. Oh, okay. So it was exciting, but so. again, not the... yeah. Not the goal. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, how many songs you written? I've written hundreds of songs. Hundreds, okay. And uh, sometimes I just don't think that they're good enough, so I don't, yeah. I don't put them out there. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to start because a lot of them, they minister to me. Uh-huh. So I think if they minister to me, they'll minister to others too. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being here today. Well, thank you so much. All right. I appreciate y'all. Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Hey drivers, we appreciate you letting us ride along with you in the cab. And you can contact us at 618-383-2107 or you can log on to our website at lonesomeroad.org and check us out on the web. You can listen to all of our radio programs on our website on our broadcast from the past page. So check it out. And if you ask Jesus Christ into your heart, then give us a call and let us know. Broken-hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those 18 wheels are rolling that old lonesome road and I shared the good news wherever I go yes there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be and I tell everybody what's happened to me how I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past But I called his name This chance Could it be my last 
Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart from down on my knees Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross Brokenhearted and lonesome, so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree.